have the distinct pleasure of being joined right now by Susan Messing and Joe Bill. Horny. Hello. Hello, horny. Hi, Casey. Uh, horny. Good. Yeah. Uh, We're all in for horny. <laughs> and you guys uh, just came off a little over an hour ago from just a phenomenal, phenomenal show here. Aww. And um, we can't wait to, you know, so our Friday night, and we have you, luckily, have both of you coming back in to do this. For more hate. For more hate. For more hate. And for loving hate. And that that show is just amazing. And so this is, um, you know, messing with a friend is Susan is your is your show that you do with yes. a, a different uh, guest or a different person. Uh, and and what was the what was the inspiration to do a show that was sort of centered around you? And well, it actually isn't people? centered around me because it's actually messing with a friend. friend. And otherwise, I might yeah. as well just be like but talking the, to myself the, in my living room. Yeah, yeah, but as the one person that stays there. Here's what happened. I used to do 11 different shows a week running around Chicago. And then I was only doing shows at The Annoyance, but I was doing 11 shows a week at The Annoyance. And I thought I was cheating because I was in the same location. And then I was doing main stage at Second City and I was doing eight shows a week. And so I'm cheating now because there's less shows. And then I got married and had a kid and it's called Child Abandonment. And I figured if I could only improvise maybe at most once a week, um, that I would want to play with the people I never get a chance to play with or someone I've always wanted to play with sure. that I never get a chance to play with, you know, that kind of thing. And I thought it was the height of arrogance to create a show with my name in it. I really, I still feel kind of creepy about it because I come from drinking the Kool-Aid of ensemble work and not going off and doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. But it's lasted for over 10 years and I'm just as creeped out as the first day I started it. So. And I can say, you know, as a, I've done the show with you probably... 10 or 12 or 15 times or something mm -hmm. but it, yeah but it's it, you know even though her name is on the poster it really is she i've also seen messing with her friends because i'm a fan of the show and, and um and susan really does she adapts herself and the true spirit of improv to make it about the person she's playing right with. yeah that's what i was going to ask is, is so my how, style of yeah. play changes every week yeah. which keeps me on my toes don't get me wrong i do a show in Chicago called Blessing, where I play with my friend Blaine Swen, mm -hmm. and that has a very distinct style based on the two of us coming together, but I like being kept on my toes. I don't like doing the same thing again and again. I feel like I'm, I even said to Joe Bill tonight, I said, does that feel like we were cheating tonight because we have such a way <laughs> that we play with right. each other? Yeah, yeah, and you wouldn't even know that this is you know something that you're you're bringing a, a different person in, and and you have Basprov with with Mark Sutton as as sort of yeah. uh, a, a foundational sort of uh, duo that works. But the two of you just seem like oh, this is a show you bring everywhere and do all the time. <laughs> well, that's thank you. That's actually the probably the best compliment we can have. Right? Yeah, it's 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 a, like I said, it's almost a little too easy playing with Joe Bill, and that's why when I came <laughs> off the stage, the first thing I said to him was did you have a good time he went oh my god that was so much fun of i course. said i said were we cheating i just felt like a <laughs> cheater i don't know why because it was too well, easy i think it's that time uh, it's that thing that you know we've 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 known each other since the beginning of the annoyance like yep. since the late 80s mm -hmm. yep. and we've been in so many different shows together scripted or developed through improvisation or improv shows or i mean we've we've played together for 25 years over and mm -hmm. and even then joe and i because there's an inherent trust, like, for example, there's a rule, never speak over each other. You know, you know, we don't let somebody give, then take. Then mm -hmm. <laughs> Joe and I have no problem doing anything to each other and knowing that it's right. So, you know what I mean? So that you know that the improviser, when you watch it, you don't see an improviser going, oh, I can't believe you're talking over me. It's it's just something we like yeah, doing it. Yeah, there was a whole, you know, whole, a whole 
part uh, in one of the scenes that you guys did where you were just relishing and over talking. Yep. Yeah. And I could, you could just feel that you guys were just so happy, happy. to be doing yeah. that. Yep. You, you know, I think there was a time in our history where I would have put us up against any other duo in the country in Morning. terms of, in terms of um, improvising a song. Because we're That's both true. We're, we like were, we're both people. madrigals and like we're both you know like we, we we're both singers mm-hmm. and mm, I was you're still a singer. <laughs> mm, <no. laughs> Catch Coed Prison Sluts the album now on Amazon.com. Um, but but it's but I mean really when you talk over each other there it's a musicality yeah, it's there is. it's it's like it's like counterpoint on acid. It's a good way and to it's, say it. And and it's and we can't. You know, you can't hear every word the other is saying, but we right. know the tone. Oops, the tone and the the uh, uh, the cadence. Sp- yeah, the cadence, the spirit. You know that each one is bringing, and we like it. It's even though it's chaos. There's no like, like there's the, organized chaos. Yeah, with, when Joe Bill and I play, actually, you just seem to give it a lot more integrity than it is. We're just <laughs> fucking around. Yeah, we're well, just you were fucking around. In my, Elegant fuckery, if anything. Oh, I like Thank that. You. That's, so, <laughs> that's on our next show. We'll, we'll take that. Elegant fuckery. Elegant fuckery. Elegant fuckery. Yeah, it's it's uh, in in my mind, it's like singing, mm-hmm. and it's. I mean, the only other person I can do that on stage with really is Mark Sutton, and I think you could too. Easy. You know, and and it's just one of those things where it's like you don't decide, but it's. I think there's like a hundred different dynamics that we could that Susan and I can find ourselves in on stage. And, and it's familiar to us, even if we've never been there before, because we right. know each other so well. Is that because, I mean, yeah, the question is, is it because you know each other so well or because you play similarly? And, you know, you both, you know, in in, in bringing the annoyance, you know, and bring annoyance theater together and all of that, that you, you surely share a similar view of improv. How much of that is, is just your it's... shared view versus mm. shared, you know interest in each other that's sorry to interrupt you no. um i think that we both come from a world where whatever anybody does is right and our job is to make it more right mm-hmm. yep. and that whatever he brings is right and whatever i bring is right and i'm the kind of person who likes putting two people in a world and seeing what the fuck happens i can't control my friend nor do i want to yeah. um so and that I means I, that. and i don't lead with plot because that bores the fuck out of me because then i have to prove my thesis right. and i don't lead with saying something funny because then i have to say something funnier and good luck with that so i know that joe is always inspiring to me because he's very specific and specificity makes me happy sure and mm. it makes me believe it and want to stay and it makes me sad when my scene is over so we just can't wait to see what will happen as opposed to please do my scene and trying to control something that you should have no control over it except yourself. Yeah. And I think there's, there's a piece of it that's as rudimentary as we enjoy breathing together on stage because <laughs> your breath changes and the different energy, like there's just no thinking it's, it's, it's like going horny. back to a living room. <laughs> you, you have two more hornies left. No, I don't. For the rest of this podcast. No, I'm going to no, tally horny, on the horny, wall. Horny. There are 85, <laughs> Who gives me a why'd you give me a restriction on my horny? Uh that was wrong. I'm gonna do that just to fuck with you. (laughs) And that's and that's also part of it is is like when you know each other so well Mm that's fucking with each other really isn't fucking with each other. It's just innovating. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but but then again, here's the thing though. I know that Joe Bill would treat a stranger that he's never played with with the same kind of respect that he would treat me mm-hmm. and vice versa. Vice I versa, think, sure. I mean, I don't call it messing with an acquaintance because I don't have time. Right. To, I don't do that many shows. So I do like playing with my friends, but I also know that we could play a pickup game all over the world and come with the same kind of abandon and fun that we came together 
with tonight. Yeah, you know? for sure. And there's uh, yeah, and there's there's uh, you know I think there's a there's a group of us and and specifically from the, those early days, you know, like the annoyance, right, right. Um, and and everybody's been through IO or Second City in some iteration, right. But there's we're we're kind yeah. of at that age right now where um, we any of us could play with any of us, and it would be right about where we were. Yeah, I yeah. played with Rich Stone last night, and it was a brilliant time. I played with Joe Bill tonight. It was a brilliant time. I yeah. played with Mark Sutton in CIF last year. Brilliant time. I like, played with uh, Dave Rosowski, and it's like brilliant, brilliant time. time. Yeah. And it's, you know, and I think in doing that... It's it, trust. It, yeah, it's trust, and it get, and it gives us the confidence. Like, we can go anywhere in the world, and we trust ourselves to right. take care of whoever's on stage with us. Right. And when there's an absence of worry, all there is is play. And, mm-hmm. and I think both of us are like big advocates of play. Yeah, well, there's no reason to do it if you're going to go to hell and back in a handbasket. Right. Right. No, but that's yeah. that's one piece. Watch an improviser suffer on stage and see how much you can invest in that scene. You disconnect and you worry about the improviser. You don't worry about me and Joe Bill because what are you going to worry about that we might have too much fun? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 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 you're welcome on the journey with us. Mm-hmm. When you watch someone's machinations and you watch them worry if that's a right thing to do or when people drop their shit in the scene in order to think that they're taking care of their partner right. by solving their problem. Right. Like if we're in hell, we want more hell. Yeah. If it's good, we want it to be even better. You know what I mean? Like right. that kind of feel. And the this is a very Mick principle coming from Mick always said the best way to take care of your partner is for your partner to look at you and know that you were going to continue to exhibit the characteristics you were doing at the top of the scene. Right. So Joe, Bill, and I hold on to our shit hard because we want to see where it goes, not because there's something better to do that so we should drop it to something better. There's nothing better than where we are. Right? Yeah. And we're even beyond the thought of like, well, like, I hope this will work out. It's just it will it, it will. will always work out because we know each other. And and it's we can it, yeah, but it would work out if we didn't know each other. Yeah, I think yeah, I think so. But I mean, I, there is an inherent like dynamic. Like we can turn to each other and say, "You're so full of shit as a human being," and both of us will kind of listen, you know. To, right. Like right. if he called me out on something, I'd be kind of like. Yeah, you're right. And if I called him out on something, he'd be like, "Yeah, you're right." Like we do have that level of trust as human right. beings. And I isn't think. there that there's that annoyance thing that's like it's a it's a kind of an old prescription that I feel like has gotten lost, but it's important. And that is, if you're in the middle of the scene and it seems to be going bad, identify what it is that's going bad and then do it more. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Andy Warhol, the bad of it. Right. And and it's a little meta, yeah. Yeah, and it's um and it's it's nothing again that we think about on stage, no. but it's but the practice is the habit. It becomes a muscle. Yeah, it becomes a muscle. And and so there's, you know, I may have a moment of acknowledgement like, oh, this is a difficult choice. Let's see what happens. But if I don't have fun, I always go back to something I said years ago when I finally had the epiphany. So because I was wasting people's times. But when I said if I wasn't having fun, I'm the asshole. Like you'd love to blame people for your misfortune on Mm -hmm. stage, but I'm not interested in blaming anybody else. And so no matter what, if I'm having a bad scene, well, that's my fucking bad. I'm going to rub my face into it until I love what I'm doing. Because if I have time (laughs) to judge my scene, I'm not with Joe Bill. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's, that may be like the most quotable Susan. Like I, I spread that quote and, and source you all over the world. Horny. Horny. (laughs) When you, speaking of, of taking it all over the world is that you both are, you know, really well-known teachers and people who bring your style of play to lots of other places and, and you're doing you know, workshops here each of, each of you are doing two workshops mm-hmm. you know mm. here and and do you has how you teach 
changed as you've progressed as an improviser or or has it evolved and 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 where where do you see yourself now in terms of teaching compared to when you started i would say evolved more than changed um and even then it's just so that i can be clearer in thought and a little less talky and a lot more dewy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also like a hallmark of being an annoyance teacher in the early days is mm-hmm. we are the teachers that do give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we teach from a place of caring. I, I would hope that anybody who teach, we teaches would gives that, a fuck. But there's also... Yeah, there's a gerbil wheel feel about it sometimes. But, Look, if I, if I felt like I was getting burnt out, I would have to say, I'm sorry, I need to take a break. Right. But... Even if I'm like, oh, I have to get to class. Once I'm there, I'm ha- really, really happy to be there. I just want people to have fun faster. That's all. I'm just trying to save people time so that they get off more than they don't get off. And aren't, you, and aren't you paying attention to the people in the room? Like if there's one person who is just like they have a posture or a voice. Oh, you can that, read that, all of it fast. And, and, and they're like, you know, I'm not going to get off in class today. And I mean, aren't we well, both you kind get, of people? That's... You get more of that from like corporate shit. I don't have to. I, I Not that I don't have to, but I don't want to do corporate shit because I'm afraid I'm going to drop an F-bomb all the time. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I am. I don't, I'm not really interested yeah, in it. Yeah, but sometimes, and I don't mean like consciously like I'm not going to get off, but it's like like they're so afraid or they're so scared yeah. that they want to make an or they're so in your head. Yeah, well, I don't have time for that. I have time for you to have more fun than anybody else, and then you win. So I think but the best... But won't you call that person out? Like, the person that's in that posture of being the douchebag, don't you call that out I quickly? think, well, what it does is it destroys group mind, and I do a lot of group shit. Mm-hmm. So the person who is holding up the back wall... even There's three kinds of improvisers I hate. I suck, you suck, and this sucks. And then you've invited me to hate your fucking guts. So your job right now <laughs> is to match the predominant energy. That's it. That's group mind to me so if you can get off your flat ass and fucking do it right away you'll find that you're gonna be like having more fun than anyone else because it feels really good to join a predominant sense of power which is what we need you to do mm-hmm. so you don't have the luxury even though it sounds more self-deprecating like i suck i don't care i didn't come here to watch you suck i right. came here to watch you have fun and oh look at that you're having so much fun that you the work is good isn't that brilliant and yeah and i and i the way I see it is like uh, no, you are not allowed to transfer your fear onto anybody in this class, and mm-hmm. that goes for everybody. And so, if that's the rule, it's uh, you know, let's suck. Mm-hmm. Let's- I, yeah, I really don't have time for that. So that's something that has changed up, through right? the year. Well, if it's something I acknowledge, it. For example, there's a girl in my class who had a physical problem that. I did not know of beforehand that was preventing her from being fully present. And once I recognize that, I can take care of her mm-hmm. as opposed to going, pick it up. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, What's your fucking problem? Yeah, obnoxious. <laughs> like, so I'm often wrong. I like finding out that I'm wrong. I like, love walking through your classes at random times and just hearing what's coming out of your what mouth. What is coming out of my mouth? I have no a- idea. Any, any note or observation that has the word fuckos in it, I love that moment. Oh, good. And our, and our, and and uh, we will use Sharna's name. Are you still allowed to say fuckos? I'm allowed to say fuckos. I'm not allowed to say you're late to my vagina. Okay. Um, when you're late to class, which is for legal reasons. So what I do in the very first class now is I say, perhaps you have known me as someone who, when you are late to my class, I say you are late to my vagina. For legal purposes, I am no longer allowed to say you're late to my vagina. You're late to my class. See how I've gotten around that. That's see. Yeah, see, I've always context find a, is everything. I find a way around everything. <laughs> If I were in any other vocation, I would have been called up to human resources in a heartbeat, <laughs> fired, threatened. Uh, yeah. yeah. We are all walking HR issues. Yeah. 
You are more than I am. I am. No, that's been and a the worst thing about it is given. he's been he actually and Joe I'm Bill does trainer. more. He's a corporate <laughs> trainer, which is even more scary. Yeah. So uh, one last question is: so what is, what is the mindset that you have when you are closing out a show when you know time is running? Not time is running out, but you, you know things need to be wrapped up because this isn't you know the work that that you guys are doing you know here was not something where it's a herald and we have to connect all the lines or something like that. Nope. But there's some culmination that that it has to get to, and 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 or do you even he, care about Joe? That? Joe had a a timer in his body tonight that said, "I think I'm going to bring that first scene back." He just did it. Mm-hmm. Something it was in a him, feeling. but it wasn't. But it wasn't yeah. a left brain idea. For me, I don't give a shit about form. It's just a house where them bitches live. Mm -hmm. And if you love your characters, time (laughs) passes. So I don't give a fuck about your Harold deconstruction movie, (laughs) Star Trek parody. I don't give a shit about any of that shit. It's just a ranch house. (laughs) But for me, I like putting people in the world, seeing what happens and what normally happens in my show are elements come back or you realize some character from this one knows this character from here. Tonight, it was really actually scenes actually sort of had ends and there really wasn't as much of a crossover as there usually was, but I also didn't right. care. Yeah, like I, I don't care. And, and I and and the move I made that ended up being the out was just it was the next move that I felt was he was back in the door. Yeah, I was just I was back in the door. I walked off stage. Truth yeah. be told, so I there walked was, off. Yeah, there's a married couple, and there there was some sort you know marital problems and things like that. And and the scene had sort of ended, and then the set ended by bringing those characters back in that right. same physicality. And all I did was like the scene that preceded that was us in a comedy club. And I know when Susan goes into the audience, it's kind of spotlight Susan in the audience, and then I kind of accessorize that a little bit. Oh, and, I don't know. And, and, and you can <laughs> you can give it as hard as you do, but I really did call out MCs, didn't I? Oh yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was totally awesome. It, and it's and again, there's no thinking. It's right. just like it's, no, re, it's, it's, just it's like reacting to Susan's call, and it, and the brain is like uh, Susan in the audience scene. Check. But he you know. But here's the thing: the reason I go into the audience, Mick used to mock me about these, like, "Oh, you're going to go in the it's audience awesome. again and break the fourth wall." It's a hallmark. This it's part is of your what, brand. This is why, no, you know why I go into the audience? I, I barely go into the audience at the annoyance. Dynamic at the new, shift. N- no, the stage is too small for me. I can stand around and argue on, and fucking bring you, you know, biscuits on stage. Uh, when I make the world bigger, I see something new. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if it looks like something else, if I expand my world, which is a way to look at your theater as well, if you just think of it as a, you know, when people are standing around arguing, it's not because they're assholes, it's because their stage is probably too small. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. So they don't see any thing other than those things they've always seen so when i open it up and it turns into a stand-up club and people are already in chairs sure. feels good to me you know or whatever it could be and, and for me as a nerd fan of the show and having done the show before like i don't remember how many shows i've done where you've gone in the audience or how many shows i've seen where you've gone in the audience but susan walks in audience is just another line in my head like uh-huh. like we like susan and i talk over each other mm-hmm. like like this is happening now. which is messing why with the friend drinking game right but see but see that's a cheating that's why I say with Joe it's Bill, cheating. I said, like, I said last night, I said tonight, I said, are we cheating? Because it was too easy. I was like, because we love talking over each other. Totally. Mm-hmm. So but when and, you went in the office, I mean, when you went in the audience, you know, there's, there's like, there's a number of choices you can make. So as first is like, all right, 
if I have to think about this, like, all right, what's the context she lays? Comedy club. Okay, great. I'm on, uh, I'm a, I'm a stand up or I'm a guy with a mic. Let's see what this is. And then the scene evolves. And then I gave you the spotlight and you stood up and I literally just thought this will be a good time for me to walk off stage. Right. And have a sip of my beer. That's that. That was, I love that. And I thought, and I thought Susan has this for about 60 to 90 seconds. Well, it's because you made me do some Judy Bloom, which was awesome, which was awesome, which was, and maybe that's cheating because I I know he knows I, he's pimping me, but I'm fine with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, and which is my because you're having that's fun. also having annoying. Fun. It's like we yeah. can pimp each other. We can pimp each other in any. We can pimp each other. Fuck you or pimp each other. For me, like like just being able to hear that character talk about Judy Bloom, which I know that Susan knows about, mm-hmm. and I have a daughter who is now experiencing Judy Bloom. It's kind of like me screaming "Free Bird" to you know uh, what's the group? Uh, Peter Frampton? To, uh, no, the no. Southern group. Uh, Almond Brothers or. Uh, uh, Stairway to Heaven to Led Zeppelin. God damn it. No. Leonard Skinner. Sorry, Ed Furman just hated me for a second. More than a second. And and so so I had her do the Judy Bloom thing, and she was doing it, and it was so lovely. It's like, there's no need for me to even suck part of the focus. Like, Mm -hmm. I got it. I got, like, she did this thing, and it was, like, lovely, and she began this lovely monologue. I'm like, oh, I can go have a sip of beer now. And then I walked off stage, (laughs) and Susan Susan finished that that bit. And and then sat there in awkward silence (laughs) while you finished your beer. <laughs> and, it was, and it didn't finish, just a sip. And then I just, and it was, it was literally like I went, I had a sip of beer. I will now walk on stage. As I walk back on stage, I'm like, oh, I should do that guy who just came out because he was from there in the trash. There's right? A, there's a physical intelligence that all you have to do is revisit, and you feel like that person again instead right. of standing on the side going, how the fuck do I bring this shit back? I never think that way. I feel like if you love your characters, time will pass. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think about this stuff. I don't think how can I make this happen and to your original question because i did that we trust the light person to take the lights out when they take the lights out Mm -hmm. i just did that we revisited a thing that was kind of a dominant fun thing in the show right and then he just made the call to take the lights out Mm -hmm. and he gave us the gift of a nice slow burn well i had said to lewis beforehand i said i think that a light person feels a great responsibility of ending it on a sharp joke and i said to him i am just as happy with a dot 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 in a slow fade as i am with a big so I have no problem if you give me a hard out and I have no problem with a soft out I think both are equally effective and those what that dot 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 said is these people will never stop fucking arguing and I'm completely aligned with that sensibility and we'll we'll continue yep fantastic well Susan Messing Jill Bill thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me (laughs) and for being down here for the Miami Improv Festival it's such a such a pleasure to be able to watch you guys do what you do because it is Amazing. Thank you so much for having yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's a joy. Horny. Horny. Just the Funny Presents is presented by Just the Funny, Miami's home for improv and sketch comedy. For more information, visit our website at justthefunny.com.